0: Hey, good morning, fuckers, and welcome to another day at the Daily BM. I am your host, Brad, with my other host of the mostest, Mikey. What's going on, brother? Oh, everything's
1: great. How y'all doing? You sound so awake. That was enough energy for yeah, me. I was going to say, Jesus Christ,
0: man. What are you like? Hello, my name is Mike. I am a zombie. <laughs> I am not a What's up,
1: everybody? Welcome to the Daily BM.
0: <laughs>
1: we have a very special guest today. Brad's about to introduce her. Am I? I think so. Oh, okay. That was that was in the that was in the show. That was like in the the standard operating procedures of the show. Just, y'all,
2: I'm a Nietzsche. I just do it myself. I'm a Nietzsche daughter. I'm a Lakeland native, and I'm super happy to be on the Daily BM today. I'm super excited. Super excited. Super excited. I'm
0: so excited. I don't know why the movie Dodgeball just came to my head again, where that guy is like lifting her. I'm super stoked. I'm super excited. Oh. so anyway anyway so anitra you're back in town after a cross-country venture tell us why and and how and how long it took
2: (laughs) oh i don't think the show's long enough for all those questions but i'll try to narrow it down a little bit so um i sold everything i owned that came from you know i got divorced many years ago a lot of people Mm -hmm. knew that and um i don't know this life had been weird since then and i just decided i i was just kind of over just over life in general um mm-hmm. the the mundaneness and right and i sold everything i owned except my footprint is the back of a 2004 toyota tacoma with a topper on it Chop even chopped up my queen size eye comfort bed so that fits in the back of my truck and wow. we 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 set off because i figured I had been battling with some depression and uncertainty, and I figured, well, hell, I can be depressed anywhere. I might as well be seeing the world.
0: (laughs) Might as well see the world depressed. I mean, hell. So when you say we, who's we?
2: Me and my dog.
0: Ah, a dog. Me and my
2: dog and my nine.
0: (laughs) 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 Who's nine? I don't even know. Who's nine? Does he hang out with FMJ? I'm just curious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I don't, know, I don't I don't know if I'm awake enough for this level of uh, comedic gold.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're here all day, man. Comedy all day long, all day oh, every Jesus. day. Um, so you started you, you actually uh, left from Lakeland, correct, on this trip?
2: Yep, I left from Lakeland well, and I hightailed it. So I'm involved with uh, stole, which is short for Short Takeoff and Landing Competition and Aviation. And I have a stole-related business, and there was a big event in Wyoming, so I figured, you know what, I'm going to hit the national stole um, circuit, promote my business, Mm -hmm. um, be in the environment that I love, and I'm just going to drive everywhere, take my dog with me. So um, I drove to Pinedale, Wyoming, uh, my first trek across. I had to get there pretty quick, and uh, it took me two days to get there, but, man, it was just awesome. Awesome. And then uh, I, I logged. We left... Uh, Mid July this year, um, I got back in November, and we logged about seventeen thousand miles. Me and my dog Draco.
0: That's awesome. I yeah, mean, pretty cool. Mike, Mike had a pl- Mike had a plane once. He he's into aviation. No, oh yeah, that's a while ago.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I you, you didn't mention my favorite part—the name of your t- Tacoma.
2: Oh Terry the Taco.
1: Yeah. T- Wait, what? Yeah.
2: Terry, the taco Tacoma. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, well, this the, so, you know, um, I the old school, because I've got a Gen 1, it's a Gen 1 Tacoma. And mm. um, those are coveted. You know, there's a cult around Gen 1 Tacomas. And I'm in that cult now. I understand. Um, that <laughs> like truck, <a> Jeep cult. <laughs> it is. And uh, the truck was my father's. He bought it brand new in 2004. And oh, he wow. passed away 10 years ago. And when he passed away 10 years ago, it only had 64,000 miles on it. So um it stayed in the family. It went to my brother-in-law and he just drove it to Mosaic and back. And mm-hmm. I bought it two years ago. And uh I'll drive it anywhere. I want I want my plan to drive it to from Key West to Alaska in May.
1: That's exciting. So from Key West to Alaska in May. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about what you did to prep for this cross country tour, <laughs> like you mentioned that you cut down your eye comfort mattress to fit in the back of the Tacoma. What other things did you do? Did you have ways to cook? what do you do for showers, bathrooms? Like walk me through this 17,000 mile trip. <laughs> well,
2: the first, so for, fortunately, fortunately for me, I'm very integrated in the stole community. So my first event, well, my, okay. My first night I had to sleep at a truck stop. Because I couldn't okay. make it to Wyoming in one day, and um, that was interesting, not knowing where you're going to stop. And at the further out west you get, the further the gas stations are. It's not like here; like you mm. really need to be mindful of where your gas tank's at and where the next gas station is, or you might be stranded in the desert.
1: Wow, and,
2: um, that was something I was not accustomed to. <laughs> so that was kind of weird. <laughs> so I ended up having to got I got gouged on get on fuel because you it's like you're you're fucked. You're going to get fuel or you're not going anywhere. So five dollars right. for for eighty one, five dollars a gallon for eighty one dollars That and, seems
1: a little pricey. And uh, it was
2: a super sketch truck stop. But um, <laughs> back to answer your question, um, I cut down the bed. It was a platform bed, so I cut down the my platform. So I had under bed storage. So mm-hmm. the stuff that I use regularly, you know, undies and socks at the front. You know the same three outfits you wear all week in the front, <laughs> and then. Cold weather gear in the back. They like those flip things, so you open the tail, drop the tailgate, pull my little bin out, and there's all my clothes. Mm-hmm. My toiletries hang in the thing. Just I have them in a cool hanging, um, like a shower bag for yeah. um, shower houses. So campsites have shower houses, mm-hmm. but because of aviation, I would camp out at these small FBOs. So oh, okay. a lot of FBOs have showers.
1: So for, for those non-aviation people don't know what FBO heads. is. <laughs> oh
2: fuel-based operations. So it's basically the main building at an usually it's the main hangar or building at an airport where you get fuel. And they yep. usually have amenities inside.
0: Do They're they actually
1: build- really nice? The one in Wachula is great. Do they oh, charge you for park? that?
2: Um so the smaller the smaller airports generally do not. If they do, it's very, very small. But my friends, the Pades, they were just mm-hmm. um, in Vegas. They had to drop. They mm-hmm. had business in Vegas over Super Bowl weekend. Signature at Henderson Airfield, thirty thousand dollars to park for the weekend. You had to pay three thousand dollars just to land.
0: It was Jesus. ridiculous. But you did say the key word. Or words, uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, yeah, when that's going so, on. Like, Everything's I was like, up a thousand live percent. People that there
2: and their 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 business is aviation. I'm just conducting business as usual. It like, right ridiculous.
1: You wow, know. that's that's nuts. That was during thousand, just during just the belated. Super Bowl, or was that for the week of, or
2: uh, thirty thousand for the weekend.
1: For the weekend, oh, okay. During several
2: weekends, I guess down the you. Uh, there, so I'm weekend. just
0: curious. Do they like ask for your credit card midair, or do they just wait for you to land? No, and then when you say, land, okay. they've
2: got ramp agents or you know people that run around out there, and and as soon as you come up, you know it's just you know you go in, you pay, or you got to go.
0: Yeah. yeah, I was just—I was like imagining somebody going, "Okay, uh, here's a visa, five four three eight, a yeah. and then you land. Well, you
2: know? <laughs> the thing is, is that you have to—you have to communicate with the tower once you get on the ground, and you have to listen mm-hmm. to ATC because you get in trouble if you don't listen to ATC. Yeah. Right? This is all federal, so you do what they yep. say, and they—they—they—they yeah. they, they, they take you right to your spot.
1: So. Yep, and then they—they they come out and they get you.
0: <laughs> a car machine <laughs> 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 you know we have that so. to pay <laughs> ding <So.
2: laughs> but anyway um so uh i campsites i I stayed at campsites I, I I stayed at truck stops um I had just your standard Coleman um camping stove okay that you just go buy at Walmart and and I had that and I had a little cooler and the, the real challenging thing was eating healthy because things were perishable you know, and I'm just so limited on space because my t- my tacoma is not does not extend a cab it's a single cab bench seat five speed tacoma with a ninety pound dog, so I had to get real creative with that, so i I was eating out a lot, but you know lots of avocados I started experimenting with canned foods, like can I stomach eating a can of Hormel chili not cooked just out of convenience of not wanting to bust out the stove and open it up and take out the pots Mm -hmm. and pans and clean up it's like screw it corned beef hash out of a can you know not cooked but it's amazing what you can get used to
0: yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean you take away your amenities you know what i mean it it doesn't take long to adapt
2: (laughs) well this is this is one thing anytime i take a hot shower i never take hot water for granted ever i don't take a shower for granted (laughs) but especially a hot shower because i went there's times I went six, seven days without showering you
0: yeah. know,
2: because it was Yeah, I mean, cold. the only
0: person in the vehicle with you is your dog. So, I mean, the dog doesn't right. care.
2: Well, I wasn't really doing lot, especially on days where I was getting somewhere and it was just in the car. driving. But yeah. you've got truck stops too. So truck stops are a blessing. I, I used my first truck stop last year and I was like, all the traveling I've done over the years. I'm like, I can't believe I never took advantage of those. You know, there's nothing better than you're on a long road trip and you're kind of starting to get tired. You've been in the car, you know, you kind of feel kind of gross, nip into mm-hmm. a truck stop, take a quick shower oh, freshen you right up. You'll feel so much better about life. You'll get another four or five hours.
1: How much do they charge for the showers at truck stops? Cause I've never yep. done that either.
2: Differs, of course, just like anywhere differs. else, state okay. to state. I think I pay like around $10, $11, but I mean, the best of $10, and $11 I ever spent. Yeah. Right. You know, and now these truck stops, you've got all these huge truck stops are amazing. So you almost, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, you're, they were thought of as being kind of like sketch, but now they're like, I don't know. Got uh, what is it? fuckies and, oh, it's just not. Yeah, and you got
0: TNA, I think is what oh, it's called. TNA or and like that.
2: flying. On yep. J and
0: oh yeah, I love. I, I went into a, uh, a no joke, but I went into a TNA uh, over here near um, uh, Tampa, and there's a big mm-hmm. one right off I four. Oh yeah, uh, right it was it was really nice. Yeah, that was nice. On that was nice on the inside too. I was like blown away. I walked out there, I was like, wow, this is pretty big, man. You know, in the showers oh, wow. and everything, I was like, wow, it's crazy. But,
2: and I got all the cool like trucker accessories. I always want to buy them all. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs>
1: There's one lady that I follow, um, that she did something similar to you. She, she gets, uh, she got in her car and she's basically just living out of her car and, mm-hmm. uh, she has a planet fitness membership, mm. um, and she showers at planet's fitnesses cause they're all, they're in all 51 states or yeah. 50 states and one, uh, territory. Yeah. Um, and there, so anywhere, anywhere she goes, there's pretty much a Planet fitness somewhere close. Like she just basically puts that in her route you know yeah you know, she showers at Venice's fitnesses and gets a workout in
0: yeah and it's only so, like 20
1: bucks a month Yeah, yeah 20 Black. bucks kinda a month yeah.
2: i just i can't i mean it I, you know what anybody that works out anywhere like i do not i just can't they got that damn lunk alarm in there and with the barbell no barbells i'm like you know what i i went in hold, there one time on. <laughs> i can't do it hold
0: on I have a fitness membership there. I'm just telling you, they got rid of the lunk alarm. It's no longer there.
2: Really? Good. Yeah, it says it on the wall,
0: but nobody hits a freaking button. I've never heard it. I
2: experienced it one time. Like the one time I went, I experienced it. It went off, and I'm like, you've got to be joking me right now.
0: I'll be honest with you. I I, I feel like, you know, for now, for me, it's a good fit. Um, I just spoke to somebody this morning who works out at Crunch here locally or I mean not Mm -hmm. locally but somewhere else and he's flying in Mm -hmm. Uh, and I was going to meet him for a workout but it just so happens that he's three hours away so you know it's a six-hour drive for him back and forth so it kind of didn't work itself out
2: I'm a I'm an advocate of fitness and working out and I no judgment on the facility for you that do do you boo I'm all about it. I I prefer to um I am a huge proponent of supporting local businesses especially in the fitness because the these big uh you know, change. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, I like the little, I like to support the little guy.
0: Oh, <laughs> you know, so, you know, back to your aviation, you know, you, you're, you said you're a member of stole, right? Stole nation.
2: Oh, I'm involved in uh, well, stole nation. Um, I have two partners, but that's my, my, my vision, um, okay. stole nation. And so I was involved with, Stoll, which is a short takeoff and landing competition, and it's mm-hmm. national stole, and it's a circuit, and it travels across. You know, they have events all over the U.S. And I was their operations coordinator for, um, uh, I think, just over three years from their beginning, right. and um, and it was so cool. And you just travel around and I put together these these airplane races essentially, and um, uh, it's an amazing community. And then I. They, National Stole's uh, kind of changed, shifted direction. And I had a vision for what I'm doing with Stoll Nation, which I'm a pilot advocate. So I find um, support for them because, you know, they want Stoll to be the next NASCAR, but there's not that much money in it. So these pilots are spending thousands of dollars to go compete in these events. And it's not quite there yet where there's putting out big cash prizes. So they're going on their own dime. Right and so a lot of them a lot of the pilots aren't very tech savvy either, so I just kind of help them with their websites and when I see that I help them um, with social media, you know give them advice to help grow because they're all trying to grow their presence and to help offset the burden of getting to those events so um, that's kind of what I do. I'm like kind of I guess like a broker to the pilots.
0: So- so when you're, when you're saying, like, they have to fund themselves, are they not, like, reaching out and trying to get sponsorships from, like, how NASCAR does with, like, Tide or whatever these other – because they all have, like, set funds, well, some yeah. of these uh, companies. Well,
2: most of those teams have someone who goes out and seeks sponsorships. A lot of these, these aren't – Right. They're, these aren't team. they don't have big-person teams. It's usually, you know, Eddie Sanchez. He's amazing, and he's got this awesome wife named Sherry, and he's actually he, – he flies the 777 uh, for his day job uh, for, a uh, big airline, but, um, she's, she's his crew chief, you know? Right. So these are people that do not necessarily understand the dynamics of seeking out sponsorships. And since I've been involved with all the different, you know, sports I've been in and I understand it better, I do my best to help them as much as I can. Cool. Yeah. So, and awesome. I get to be around airplanes all day, like in airports and talk about aviation. It's so cool.
0: Mike, what was the name? Of, what was the model of your plane again? I forgot. Sorry. It was a Cessna 172, a
1: 1956. Tricycle Cessna. gear. Yeah. Yep.
2: It was not a straight tail? It was a straight tail. Straight tail? Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, straight oh. tail. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh yeah. I was working on my pilot slice. I haven't finished it yet. I'm still a student pilot because uh, I was working on it right as COVID started happening. And uh-huh. then, uh, so my instructor stopped uh, teaching for a while and then I... I I ended up, my plane was sitting in the hangar for, you know, it sat in the hangar all of 2020 mm-hmm. and, uh, just got tired of paying the hangar rent. So I was, I sold my plane and haven't gotten back into it yet, but I pl- plan to, it's on my list, on my bucket list, hopefully in the next year. i nice. have an opportunity
0: again. Well, that I've seen a few videos of Mike flying. Yeah. I've seen a few was, videos of Mike flying. He actually, he actually did really well, man. I was, I was actually kind of like I, proud of me.
1: I have <laughs> enough hours where I can solo. Um, mm-hmm. But I still don't, I don't have the confidence yet. Yeah, that takes time. And I just, I'd like to fly just a little bit, a couple more times. Cause I, mm-hmm. a lot of the days that we flew, they weren't very windy. So mm-hmm. it was pretty easy landing. And I kind of wanted to go up a couple of days where the wind was a little kicking a little bit harder. So I'd have to practice landing in that situation. Cause I know that the first day I go, Solo, it's going to be like you know Crazy. zero yeah. zero wind, and then all of a sudden it'll be like forty miles, you know gusts. gusts.
2: Yes, <laughs> yeah, right. Be cross like, wind. oh shit, forty miles. Crosswind, cross yeah, cross yeah forty miles.
1: Gust, crosswind. So I'll be like, I've got oh, shit. about
2: coming um, sideways. So I'm student pilot on hold, also, mm. um, but I get to fly these guys airplanes all the time. So I have pretty decent amount of hours for not actually hardly doing any ground school, but um, I've got a little over six hours in a 172 straight tail, say 56, oh, wow. I
1: believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Awesome. Yeah. It was a great plane. It was so funny because everybody was like, wow, that's so old. Like where do you feel safe? And I was like, I felt safer in that than I did in a new plane because that oh, means no. it's had 56 certifications. It's had right. 56 mechanics that have gone through it, you know, rivet mm-hmm. by rivet,
0: bolt by bolt and to make sure it's loop, operational. Yeah. But, I have one question so, though, Mike, was it made by yeah. Boeing? No. <laughs> okay. so right, check you're check you're good, then, man. You have all your bolts, oh. then. I'm just saying.
2: Um, you know what? I can't help you, Like I go down the conspiracy path. I can When all these things all suddenly started happening with all the Boeing aircraft, my thoughts were, "Who did they piss off?" Yeah, hundred percent. Who did they piss off? Anyway, Draco, don't you Whoa. even think about barking right now. Um, well, let me tell the, you what
0: I think about that real quick before we head down that trail. So the the reality is is I can tell you somebody who worked in industrial automation. I worked for a company, I'm not going to mention who they are, I'm not going to mention, you know, the manufacturer, but they started outsourcing a lot of their work to Mm -hmm. other smaller companies, whether they were, uh, they were basically out of country. I'll just use that as an example. It was in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And what happened was we saw the first year a huge, and when I say huge, I mean a huge drop-off in production. And, the, and what I mean by that is production quality. Uh, uh-huh. You would see like threaded bolts, like the, the actual thread assembly that's coming out would be bent slightly off. It wasn't mm-hmm. perfectly straight. They were off. The nuts didn't like really secure onto the actual threading. So, yeah. you know, I it's very easy to see why quality control, Gets hurt if you don't if you're suffers. not on top of yeah. it all mm-hmm. the time, um, yeah. and and I and, you know Boeing I think that's what their biggest issue is right now is just making sure their quality can their QC is like up to par uh, yeah. for aviation where I think Airbus has it down but Airbus went through their stuff early on if you remember yeah back with their yeah. um their radar cones that would give <laughs> false readings of where they were in elevation oh they gosh. would slam the nose into the ground if you remember those and crash so I mean everybody goes oh, through think- those. Yeah, those that's things, so funny. Bud. When
2: I when I when I do fly commercial, when the wings bowing more than I'm used to seeing, I'm like, today's right. the day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, stop! We're gonna be on a plane in two weeks. <laughs> Don't be throwing that shit up there. Don't be throwing that day. up into the air, man. I'm like, I've seen them where they're bouncing. You know what I mean? And yeah. I was telling Mike, I was coming back from Atlanta once, and there was a storm rolling through in Tampa, and the, so the pilot was like. You know, he had this. Fuck it. I'm going to land this thing. You know what I mean? Because it was really <laughs> windy. I've never seen a plane come in sideways, like oh, sideways from have, the cross. Cra-
2: cra- they call it crabbing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Whatever yeah. you hell you call it, man. All I know yeah. is that my asshole was puckering the whole entire because <laughs> I could literally look out my window and you shouldn't see the runway, <laughs> you know, you so towards funny. the middle back. You know what I mean? And I'm going. Holy shit, man. He's got this plane sideways and all of a sudden he just turns that sucker on diamond slams it to the ground. Oh yeah. You know and I yeah. was just like, I was like, oh thank you, baby Jesus. Oh thank you. We're down to the ground. Well now, <laughs> now ground. if you <laughs>
2: if you go and watch some of the stole videos, um, especially right? the stole drag, they 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 do what they it's called a forward slip, right? Because they have to they have to manage energy just so because you know it's a spot landing. So they don't want to scratch, right. but it's distant. So you want to land as close to the line as you can without before it, right? You can land on or past. You want to stop, but you have to have enough power to get there. So they haul ass across the course, and then they chop the power about halfway. And so to s- slow down, what they do is they, they use the fuselage as the airplane. So you get these hard slips where the airplane is facing... Like Based it's going to go off the runway, but it's moving, <laughs> traveling forward, and it uses the fuselage to create resistance to slow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the cool. first time
0: you sat that, did your asshole pucker? <laughs> I was just kidding.
2: No. <laughs> or were you kind of
0: no. like, ah, no big deal?
2: Well, I've seen it so much because I'm in this industry, you know. So like right. most people, um, we we look for places to go down when we're flying. Like I can land there. I can land there. Oh, there's a yeah. there's a, a sandbar. Let's go you land that there. A lot. So you know, because they've got the big old, they got big fat tires, big tundra tires on these little yeah. planes, so you can just land anywhere you want.
1: Yeah, that's 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 one of the things is you're always kind of scanning your area to see oh, yeah. what's around you, it's not what's below if I had you. To go so, down, or, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's where, when. where, <laughs> when, and, when, and where.
0: <laughs> I hate you both right now, man. My hands are my palms are sweating, dude. <laughs> I'm like, God, I, I sweat tell you, when I like, get on a plane, dude. I sweat like horrible. I didn't.
1: I didn't really realize how challenging it is to like land the plane because you're coming in under, under no power. You're just falling out. It's a controlled fall. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're falling out of the sky and, (laughs) and you're sometimes you're pointing the nose of the plane in a direction that you don't even think you should be pointing it because the way the wind's pushing you. So you're coming in sideways Mm -hmm. Because you have to keep moving forward or you're going to miss the runway if you're flying directly at it. And then at the very last second, you turn and just drop like
2: physics and aerodynamics, man,
1: onto the runway. And it's kind of scary because you're like, oh, crap. And if you hit it too hard, you can bounce and it makes you take off again. Like the wind just catches you because the plane wants to fly like it just it wants to fly. It doesn't it does not want to be on the ground. So it was. It was definitely some. There was a couple nerve wracking landings that I didn't get oh, yeah. a lot of them, but there was well, a couple. I was like, "Oh, this is wild."
2: Yeah, because with the this dog,
0: um, <laughs> hey man, that's your rody, man. What are you talking about? No, you, know, that,
2: you hear that yappy dog? That's not mine. That's my oh. mother's. I'm at my mom's. Oh. So,
1: um.
2: The. Uh. Now I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway. No. Nah.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, Ben Dog. So here's
2: that. Here so during at during Sun and Fun, Brad, what we'll have to do is you'll have to come down to the stole demos and okay. we'll put you in one of these bush planes and we'll get you to experience a side slip. Up I mean, all of the guys that are that are participating in the stole demonstration are some of the top competitors from the series. So they're incredibly
0: like they're Shit, the best. I wanna go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Mike's face, he's like screw Ooh. that asshole is, I, mean, I i want to go he won't get in that damn bullshit. thing.
1: no he's scared like, of heights like, he won't go like, i'll get in I'll a plane go, which
0: was, is weird was, yeah you won't after that <laughs> like, like right now my asshole is completely <laughs> clenched dude you can put a you can put a lump of coal at my butthole right now you'd have a diamond in about five minutes that's how no, much it, i'm it, clenching right now because well, i'm like nervous
2: i was just thinking from educational purposes but i'm sure i could get you both up so I okay. know a girl. I, oh. need,
1: I need to be educated. Teach me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, <wise ones. laughs>
0: oh, Lord. I, I, I can play stupid, you <laughs> know. My planes, I hope. <laughs> so, Mike, are you going to do it? Are you going to get up there and fly sideways and backward and all other shit?
1: Oh, I would totally ride in that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> all right, you go first. <laughs> I'll
0: go, I don't I'll, care. Go I'll go second.
2: Yeah, so it's when cool it's, so my Um, April 9th through the 14th, but the 14th really is, it's Sunday. It's a breakdown day. They still have an air show, but it's, it's a ghost town compared to the
0: rest of the week. So So, when would be the best day to go out there for us?
2: My opinion? Um, Mm -hmm. it depends. Um, if you want to see the night show, I would say Wednesday. Um, but the soul demos don't fly that day. You don't get to see the soul demos. though, because we don't fly the same day as the night show. So we fly Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and the night show is Wednesday and Saturday.
0: Wait. So this is at night. You have to do this. This flight no. well. well
1: oh, okay. She's th- talking. There's a <sighs> nice show. She's talking about. She was talking in general. What's the best oh, day? Uh, of the sun uh, and night. And I meant like
0: for us to come out there and do the demo thing and like get oh, one of these. What yeah, do you call bushwhacker was... planes? Is that what you called it?
2: Bush planes. Bush planes. Bush, bush
0: planes. <laughs> I said bushwhacker, but bush planes. <laughs>
1: they have really big tires on them, and they're built to land in more rugged places.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> okay. Can we Solid. film ourselves and our reactions? Of course.
2: Well, a lot of the uh, guys have GoPros on and in their airplanes yeah. anyway.
0: Oh, this ought to be fun. <sighs> Mike's going to be perfectly calm, cocktail in hand, just like, yeah, this is easy. I'm going to be like, <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> you
1: know what? It's so It'll be awesome.
0: contra-
2: <laughs> I love it though, because so I've got I've got lots of friends, of course, local that fly, and why it's like, hey, well, I'm going to scoop you up, and we're going to go, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like, okay. And you don't have to go through security. You don't have no. to check your bags. You can have your bag, your bottle of whiskey in the bag for when you yep. get ready to where you're going to go. You don't have to worry about checking anything. You just hop in the airplane and you go.
1: You just leave.
0: You just okay, leave. I'll do it. Fuck it. If Michael, if Michael <laughs> go, I'll go. I'll, <laughs> I, I want
1: to finish my pilot's license and I want to get another plane. That's definitely on my list of things to do. Um,
2: I want to build my own.
1: Oh, yeah. What, what do you want to build? What kind of experimental?
2: Man, I don't know. There's just so many good ones out there um mm. I, I i i don't want to say i don't want to say if i say the one that i want to build i'm going to get ridiculed really badly okay <laughs> but um, you have
1: to tell me tell me off the air i'll tell you off yeah.
2: air. but yeah that's, um, that's
1: my typical um, day my, my buddy has an rv 10 and he oh, loves those are
2: great. it those are cool, he loves great. it like the he's RVs trying to get me to go up
1: in it yeah
2: are especially the ten. Um, yeah. a lot of my friends fly the, I, uh, the art, they've got the fours and the sixes are very popular. Four, six. Yeah. It's a, yeah. well, they're the, they're an amazing airplane, right? Yeah. They're, they're aerobatic capable. They, you get good fuel mileage on mm-hmm. them and they're, they're, they're fast. Quick. They're, so, yeah, they're quick. I mean, yeah. it is it, as all around and, and their, their payload capacity is pretty impressive considering mm-hmm. the size of them. Yeah. You know, so that, I mean, I feel like that is an awesome airplane. I mean, I'm a big fan of the sky wagons, the big 180s, because you can throw oh, okay. all your gear in. They're just big enough that you can go cross country because they've got a good enough, you know, fuel um, tank, airspeed. Yeah. Well, oh, airspeed yeah. oh, too. Oh, airspeed, yeah, okay. You know, you you believe me, you do not want to be coming across the U.S. in a Cub. <laughs> It'll take you like if you if you if I get in my truck and my friend leaves in a Cub, mm. I will win.
1: Yeah, that, that was the one thing that um, bothered me about my um, Cessna was it just slow.
2: Well, 172 is not that slow.
1: Oh, I don't know. How much slower is the oh, other one slower. that you were just talking about? I mean,
2: the, the like, little ones, the little cubs, not, they're, they're so light. Like If you get a headwind, your gas mileage is down, and you're lucky um, if you're going 60 across the ground.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because mine was at 100. Like, that's kind of where it was cruising speed of 100 miles an hour, which wasn't terrible. I mean, in Florida, but for anything further away, it was kind of like, ugh.
2: Yeah, (laughs) because our buddy Jeff Pohl, he's coming down for the demonstration in a Cessna 170B, a 55 Mm -hmm. 170B from Minnesota. So Yeah. And, yeah, we got people coming from all over. Dan Reynolds coming from Alaska. We got people coming, or Dan Reynolds coming from the Yukon, Canada. Keith Lane coming from Alaska. We got, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that's cool, we got a cool lineup. Yeah, that's really cool. So, that's again, and we'll probably wrap up the show after you answer this question. But what would be probably the best day for us both to get down there and, you know, do this <sighs> – flying stuff
2: <laughs> probably well i'd want you to see the demo we'll have to get you out more than one day if we can i'd want you to see our demo but for flying purposes the best day would be wednesday because my okay. guys schedule is clear on wednesday i don't have anything scheduled for them so okay. there'll be a free fly okay. opp- free fly opportunities there we'll,
0: we'll put, put it in our notes some dog jesus Christ. that's all right it's all right that's all right hey, listen, we, yes, have animals, okay. we, we have animals we get it we have animals we get it um and you know just adds to adds to the show well, Anitra, we're going to bring you back on for another episode and if that's okay with you, if you'd oh, like to be on that, but we'll talk about the fitness journey and some of the other stuff you have done in your fitness journey. I would love to have okay. a conversation about that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So guys, again, thank you so much Anitra for coming on the show today. We really appreciate you. Um, great, great conversation. Time. Yeah. And, uh, Mikey, before we get out of here, do you have anything?
1: Hey, everybody, have a great day. Appreciate you listening to Daily BM. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a review. If it's good, if it's bad, pick another podcast. Leave a bad review for them. (laughs) If you don't like it, you shouldn't be
0: listening anyway. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So with that, guys, uh, we'll see you on the next episode, and we will catch you on the flip side. Deuces.